episode of Local to Legend. I am so excited to introduce you to our guest today, Brooke of Be Happy Designs. Now, I'll let Brooke tell you her story of what she's built over the last five plus years, but the reason I invited her onto the podcast is because I love what she's building with her business. I think it's so interesting that she has prioritized giving back through the profits of her company and that she's really building her business on her own terms and she is enjoying the phase of life she's in and really embracing it and showing us pieces of it through her Instagram presence and just where she shows up online. And I knew I wanted to have her on the podcast just because I, you know, I'm like limitless possibility gal over here and I I want everyone to see what's possible for themselves. And I think what I, I love about this episode is Brooke really dives into like being passionate and following that dream and just doing it, going for it. Like she lives a very unconventional life as someone who, you know, crochets hats, gets them online and ships them all over the country and does it all from her RV. She's in Florida right now running this business and raising her family and really building something that works for her and also serves her customers and allows her to give back. And, um, I personally find it so inspiring. Like y'all know my dream is to get an RV where I just go around the country and interview people for local to legend. I'm launching hummingbird charms everywhere. You know, like this is my dream. So (laughs) hearing Brooke share her journey and just how happy her family is and she is herself. It's just, it's really cool to see and witness. So I know you'll love this episode, especially if you are someone who has a kind of a curiosity to do things in maybe a little different way. So let's dive into the show. All right, Brooke, welcome to Local to Legend. So excited to have you here today. Yes, thank you for having me. Yes, and we were just chatting before we hit record. You are in Florida right now. What is it like today? Like we're just, you know, getting into spring here in Iowa, but what's it like there? It is humid and in the 90s today. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I can't even fathom that. (laughs) Um, But next week is supposed to cool down like into the low 70s, so it'll be... a little different. So. Yeah. I love that. I just, you know, kicked off a podcast episode talking about the weather. I'm like, who am I becoming? <laughs> when I started talking about the weather, I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely getting older. If that's really, truly what I'm curious about, but no, that's not why I brought you onto the podcast. I am so excited to hear more about your story and share it with listeners, um, who can get a little dose of inspiration from what you've gone through and kind of like the corporate journey, if you will, or the path you were on and this completely pivoting and taking a different path. So Take us back to, I think it was 2015, when you made a big shift in your life. What was going on then? Yeah, so um, up until 2015, I was working as a doctor of physical therapy um, in Des Moines. I was the director of rehab at a um, skilled facility, um, and I was expecting my third child. Um, I, you know, like, it's just motherhood changes you, um, and I was just yearning for, um, a change so that I could focus on, on motherhood. And so I stepped aside, I, um, resigned and started to be a stay at home mom. So I had my two boys that were four and two, and then, um, my daughter who was born in July. So I stopped working in kind of at the start of that year. Um, and I did a lot of manual therapy for physical therapy. And so I wanted to keep my hands strong. You know, I'd worked four or five years, whatever it was, um, and doing a lot of manual therapy. So I built up the strength in my hands. And so I was like, well, you know, I'm a lifelong learner. Let's it's new years. I'm, you know, in this new transition in this season of life. So I'm going to teach myself to do something. And so I 
picked up a crochet um, hook and some yarn at a local store and just watched some YouTube videos, Pinterest, you know, taught myself to crochet. Um, and I, as I was kind of learning the skills, I would donate um, like the baby hats to blank um, children's hospital because we were living in Ankeny. And um, so I was just kind of donating the hats as I was learning this. And after I had my daughter and kind of, you know, school started and just life kind of um, started picking up, I was looking for a hat, couldn't find what I was looking for. So I made this slouch hat, um, cover my mom hair, you know, sneak one more day, <laughs> day out of um, getting ready so I could just throw on a t-shirt, you know, sweatshirt, whatever, and cover my hair. And other moms at like preschool drop off and pick up were asking about the hat. And I was like, well, you know, I just kind of made it. Um, and they asked to buy it. And I was like, well, you know, sure, it, I'll, I'll make one for you. Um, and then friends started asking and I just kind of started selling at local, you know, markets um, in the Des Moines area. And um, that's where kind of Be Happy started. Um, and I still wanted to kind of give back with, you know, Be Happy. And so we, for the start of it, we did buy one, give one. So if someone purchased a hat, I would, I would make a hat and then we donate it to um, blank for kind of the NICU um, aspect of it. And um, that's where it kind of started just with like local markets. Mm -hmm. I feel yeah. like that's a huge part of like the people I've brought onto the podcast and like their product-based business. It's like, it was like accidental. So I was talking about with Sherry Edelson who ended up like building shop Iowa, like a tech company, but it like started with her making these like little bows, like on the side. And then like, she started making them and started going to like little markets. And I feel like there have been so many other guests that I've interviewed that like, it just kind of starts either accidentally or very like like just a few people wanted to buy. And then all of a sudden it was like, hmm, maybe I could actually do something with this. So mm -hmm. I'm sure for you, it was like, oh my gosh, people are asking to buy this. Okay. Like, I guess, like, I don't know, like got to price it with some, like in some sort of way. So did you like start going deep into the journey? Like, how am I going to price? How many should I make? Or were you just kind of like going with the flow for a while? Oh, I totally just went with the flow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, just, kind of made what I, I guess what I wanted to. Um, and it was more for me, just kind of a creative, you know, outlet, um, and something that I could just focus on. I still had all of that intention on, well, I'm just going to crochet these to keep my hands strong. You know, I'm going to go back to work. I'm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and so I just kind of did it for something to do, you know, um, it's easy to kind of just focus on, on motherhood, but you know, it's very important to kind of do your own thing also. So yeah, I just was totally winging it. Um, and then in 2018, we got picked up by Yonkers. Um, so they were kind of doing that. Um, I can't remember what they called it. It was like something about local, you know, they're kind of choosing local businesses. And so we were in Yonkers and that really kind of took Be Happy to the next level. Um, and so I was kind of searching for, uh, you know, um, another way to give back because I couldn't make one for every time that I was um, selling one. And so our son, unfortunately, was in the PICU at blank for about nine days um, with a virus that kind of went straight to his lungs. And if it wasn't for the child life services at blank that brought in the toys, you know, brought in the movies um, when they were doing the treatments, just gave him distraction items. Mm -hmm. it would have been, you know, a hundred percent worse than what it was. Um, and that's what my kids talk about still today is the toys, the movies that they watched during this really scary experience. And so that to me was just the aha moment that I needed that this is where we take 
be happy with the social good. Um, and so now we donate um, a portion of the proceeds to children's hospitals to purchase wishlist items. So we still do the give back aspect, but um, just kind of taking a scary moment <laughs> in life and, and, you know, turning it into a positive. So that's kind of how it shifted a little bit um, from our, as far as our give back aspect. Okay, cool. Yeah. And that's something I really love about what you do is you really do put the like conscious consciousness, consciousness, I can't say that word apparently <laughs> like into your business to say like, you can like be an entrepreneur and you can have a business and be good. You don't for so long. I thought that you, if like you wanted to do good in business, you had to do it through a nonprofit. Like that was the only way, like you either were a nonprofit or you're like a greedy capitalist. There's no like in between. So I love, and I think Tom's really like reintroduced or introduced me to like this idea that you can have for profit for good. And I just love that you really speak that really loud and clear in your messaging and what you've created. And I know it inspires me to think differently about how I use my money. And um, I'm sure it does so many other business owners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, especially when things happen, um, you know, maybe outside of, I didn't plan for this all to happen, you know, you, and for you to have a passion about something, it really has to mean something, um, you know, and then for, for, for us, that's, you know, that's where we, where our hearts are called to. And I think that's why you kind of still continue to have passion when days are hard is that you remember your why, um, and you kind of stick with it. Mm-hmm. I love that. So you're making these hats and you're making them correct. Like it was you, like you are mm-hmm. the designer creator of them and you're going to Yonkers. This seems like a massive leap. Like what, like how many hats do you have to create for Yonkers? Cause I'm already like stressing out. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was thousands. Um, <laughs> and that's where, and that's where, like I said, it took it to the next level. So I actually went to, um, our local church that we, when we went to in Inkney and I reached out to the knitting group because I knew that they had a knitting group that did like prayer shawls. And so I was like, I, you know, this is my situation. I need help. Um, and so I brought on two, um, retired ladies that helped me start to make, and that's kind of how I was able to, keep up if that's yeah. even what you want to call it I definitely was not keeping up I was still trying to tread water keeping my head above water but that's where um, I started adding a team was locally um, just kind of going back to what I knew um, you know and reaching out to using the resources that I knew so mm-hmm. yeah and I imagine like the more you do this the more you like are trying different yarn and different tools like was that something you got super into is like getting better quality or different quality and then starting to get more preferences. And all of a sudden now you're like this person who has all of these, like, is it spools of yarn? Is that what? A skein, like a skein. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. There it is. I was like, I don't think that's right, but I don't speak, I don't speak that language. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I honestly, like it's, it's grown, you know, you kind of just go with it and try to figure out what works as, as, silly as that sounds. Um, but yeah, it was, it's definitely always just a a learning process, you know, and some of the things that you don't really think about in business is, you know, I'm just gonna be able to go buy that yarn or buy this product. Um, but you have to think about, you know, when they make changes or, um, if they just continue colors, you know, what if it's my best selling color? So that's one thing that I definitely was not expecting was that, you know, maybe the outside, things that kind of make you make decisions that, um, Mm -hmm. 
definitely did not think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, how could you, right? Like you just don't know what you don't know. You just, yeah. As long as you like to go into a business ownership, there's just a level of flexibility required. Like you just have to be willing to be like, oh, wow, that broke. Okay. I'm going to fix that. Or like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just this resiliency is required, I think (laughs) for sure. So at some point you decide to ditch a house and do everything from an RV. What Tell us about that because that seems like it's one thing to start a business. It's one thing to do that, which is, feels like a huge leap. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I think for me, I've always been a firm believer in enjoying each season of life, um, you know, and just kind of really focusing on that season because it's never going to be the same, right? The kids are only going to be that, that age for a certain period of time. And I just have always wanted to enjoy it. And I think that's why I was okay with kind of stepping aside from my career to be a mom. Um, And so when our son did get sick, obviously that really puts things into perspective more. Um, And so we kind of just started to think like, well, how can we, you know, really make the most of this time? Like that was a really scary experience. Let's make the most out of it. So we did that by, you know, shifting our our social good with be happy, but um, we went and bought a, a camper and we're like, let's just spend our weekends, you know, together. Like that's what's important. And so we, camped on the weekends. And as we were, you know, learning about, cause we were, we had no idea what we were doing. Um, we'd watch YouTube videos and we came across some families that were, you know, that sold it all just to experience life. And it was always kind of in the back of our head. And finally I came up to my husband one day and was like, what if we just sold everything to travel? He, um, has always traveled for work. So he was gone pretty much Monday through Friday, come back on the weekends. You know, we'd, do our things. And we'd always want to go explore and do things as a family, but we had commitments to a house, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and everything else that just kind of um, sometimes shifts our focus in, in life. And so he said, you know, there's nothing really tying us here. Family was three to four hours away. And mm-hmm. as you know, you know, if you plan something on a weekend in the Midwest and it's the middle of winter, there's a chance that it's not going to happen. So, so it, you know, we, we didn't really see family during the winter, um, just it's just so, you know, unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, he's like, as long as we're near an airport, sure. So let's, we sold everything um, in July of 2019 and have been on the road for two and a half years. Um, we have like, we had six, you know, rubber maids of like personal belongings. Mm-hmm. And in this past summer, um, we broke it down and got into three. So it's pretty much like just our, um, you know, photos and, and different things yeah. that we just, you, we can't, you know, quite get rid of. So my mom mm-hmm. um, and dad are gracious enough to kind of keep those three totes, but that's everything wow. we own is in 42, <laughs> a 42 foot fifth wheel. So. Oh my gosh. Three totes of belongings. That is so fascinating mm-hmm. to think about. I mean, obviously you have the camper with the stuff you use every day, but like, that's right. just so interesting to think about if, and when this chapter ends, like you, I mean, you get to start pretty much fresh, like wherever, yeah. wherever you go next. So are yeah. you, what have you learned on the journey so far? Cause you're operating your business from the road and is your husband working with you still working elsewhere? Like, what is that scenario? Like, yeah, so he's still, um, working, he's working for a different company. Um, so his, his he still travels, um, obviously with COVID that yeah. things kind of, you know, shifted and, and slowed down a little bit for his travels, but he's still traveling and, um, I'm, you know, running, be happy. I now have a, a team of 12 other, um, females from across the U S that help me knit hats and crochet hats. 
And um, yeah, we're just, you know, I think with this lifestyle and just with this simplified living, it really has just helped us focus on, on what's really important. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's easy to kind of get distracted, like I said, with, with what we feel like we need, to, you know, to be involved in and um, mm-hmm. we haven't been, ever have been happier. <laughs> Yeah. That's so cool. What do you think is like the happier, like those things? Is it the, that like, you don't have to come back to a house that, you know, you have to mow all of the yard and like take care of the, I mean, you're obviously still doing stuff in your camper, like tidying up and stuff like you would at the house, but like, is it the sense of obligation to do things with groups of people? Like what can you boil down at all? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, the big, I mean, I think that obviously owning like a house, there are ob- obligations with lawn care and, you know, the different things like that. So that definitely simplifies the process. Um, but I think it's just really has been a mind, sh- you know, a shift mm-hmm. in like our mindset and, um, and just really only kind of including the things that are, are really important to us and, and that are meaningful. And there's times where we still like declutter and we look at every, you know, everything that we have in our life and, um, or, you know, physically, um, mm-hmm. and say, is this, you know, giving us purpose? Like, have we used it? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I can really say like a specific mm-hmm. thing, but it, it certainly is, um, easier to not have to like worry about a, a, a large home or a small home or whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's still, you know, maintenance things and that have to happen to the RV, um, and, you know, weekly, monthly, daily that we have to do. Um, I think a lot of people think that it's like a vacation, which it's, you know, I still have to homeschool my kids and we still have to, (laughs) um, you know, work and stuff, but it, you know, we just have less obligations, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh, Zach and I have talked about this on and off for years because we're both so like when I went off on my own in 2018 and did a lot of freelancing, I I think at that point, Zach was also like contract with a couple of jobs. So we're like, let's go, let's leave for like eight weeks and see what we think and did it in Southeast Asia, which I wouldn't recommend with the time zone change. That was really, really brutal. Um, But it's just like, this has always been like, it's so feasible. It was super feasible in 2018 mm-hmm. and probably now more than ever before, just with the, like just a situation COVID created of working remotely. And so I think people are just so drawn to that, that lifestyle. And, um, I'm so glad it's brought you so much happiness and like, that is so, so cool to hear. So, mm-hmm. um, you're still running the business. So can you give a little breakdown? Like you have your hats available on your own site. I'm assuming you've like built out in Shopify, like most folks. And then did mm-hmm. you, you wholesale as well? Yonkers is like gone now. Right. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was going to yeah. say, so that's a no, that's not happening obviously anymore, but yeah. where else do you do your products go? Yeah. So, um, last year we were in 67 retail, um, shops. Neat. So just kind of a, across the country. Um, so we do the wholesale aspect, which is what we're working on right now. So okay. like starting in fe- like February through May or so we accept the orders, mm-hmm. um, for getting them ready for fall. So, Got it. um, we're doing kind of that right now. And then everything will kind of go onto the website for fall and winter, um, on Shopify. Um, so it's, it's like 
summer or I guess winter hasn't quite ended, yep. you know, in some parts of, <laughs> of the <laughs> country, but yeah, I'm still like already planning for, um, fall. So it's a little bit of juggling. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been amazing to kind of see the growth. Mm-hmm. What are you like most proud of with what you've built? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Great <laughs> question. Um, I think, you know, just kind of going with the flow, I would say. And, you know, and um, I think it's easy to always want to like compare to other businesses or other people who maybe are kind of on the same journey and path. And I've just come to realize that um, my path is going to be different than your path or, you know, someone who's on the exact same you know, has the exact same business as me. Um, and I can do it my way. Um, and, and that's kind of what I want for, you know, for this season of life. Um, you know, I want to still enjoy the kids, um, you know, and this travel and the season that we're in with the travel. So, um, I would say that's kind of the biggest thing is just trying to enjoy every aspect of of what's happening with life. Mm-hmm. I love it. And so if someone is thinking about, oh my gosh, if someone's thinking about starting their own product line or like doing it from the road or like just kind of finding a slice of your journey and, and taking a piece of that and replicating it in their own life, what advice would you give them? I think you, you know, really just have to believe in yourself and what you want to create, right? Like you, if you don't enjoy it, um, don't feel obligated to do it because you really have to enjoy what you're doing in order to, you know, really put effort into it and just, you know, I don't know, like back, back everything up. Um, You know, I think early on for me, I was, I was trying to create like hats and color schemes that I felt like everyone wanted. And it was just hard, especially I started kind of custom. So I, I would make these hats that other people wanted. And I'm like, Oh, I just don't like it. I don't feel like it, 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 it speaks, you know, or, and it reflects be happy. And so I kind of shifted to creating what I like yeah. <laughs> and what I wanted to create. And I really just felt like the passion for the business really um, it made it easier. So, you know, if you have an idea and you, you know, back it, definitely go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the worst case scenario is that it doesn't work out. You know, you don't ever want to go on with life and say, I wish I would have done this or that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and that was kind of part of our process with selling everything was, well, you know, this couch and that, and this, you know, um, we can always buy a new couch. You know, we're going to be different people after this process. I mean, selling everything and going to travel um, and simplifying life, we're not going to come back the same people and that's, you know, okay. So the stuff that, we would have kept in, you know, a storage container or something probably wouldn't have had any meaning to us because it, you know, it's just not the same person that we were before. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, just go for it and don't, you don't want to say, I wish I would have done that Mm -hmm. because it might not fit in the next phase of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I totally resonate with that. I read a book by Ronnie where I think it's something about like, something regrets of the dying, like seven regrets or something like she is with people at kind of their end of death end of life experience. And she just asked them like, what, what do you regret the most? And it's always just like, I wish I would have done this, tried this, asked this, you know, and like, 
that left such an impression on me when I read it in like 2013. I'm like, oh my gosh, I never want to like wonder what if, like, mm-hmm. I want to be like, why not? And have that attitude. And I love that. I can tell you totally embrace that in life. And I think showing people that it's possible to do that in the world of business too, is really inspiring because I think sometimes we look at business and it's like, oh, you have to do all the like bookkeeping, accounting and legal and all of that. And it can be like, oh, I don't want any part of that, but it's the fun parts, the piece of like, you get to do it on your own terms with the the team you want to build with the brand you want to create. And like that part, if you can see more of that, that's what, like you said, like keeps you going and keeps you energized. And mm-hmm. it's so neat to see you like living and breathing that every day and, and just sharing it. I think it's so fun that you just openly share this journey with people who are probably super curious, like, like where you store all your yarn. I was, I was yeah. like, well, I can't wait to sh- for her to show us in this reel. Yeah. <laughs> super fun. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a misconception, especially with starting businesses or, or product-based businesses that you have to have like the, the right tools or, you know, um, the, the space, physical space for it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it can be whatever you want it to be. Like, yes, I would love to have a, a nice big office and, you know, shelves for my yarn um, to display, but that's just not where we're at right now. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you just kind of have to get a little creative and, and really kind of strip down like what's important to you and, and your why, um, you know, on, on any day, whether it for us, for it's a travel day or a regular day, if it doesn't go as planned, we always step back at the end of the day and re- remember our why. And that's to focus on our family, you know, and enjoy the time that we've been given because you just never know. Mm-hmm. So true. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you're on the podcast today. If people want to follow up to connect with you, where can they find you on the world of the internet? Yes, you can um, on our website. It's www.behappydesigns and it's happy with an E. Um, and we hang out on social media most of the time on Instagram, um, showing kind of behind the scenes of our life <laughs> in stories. Yeah. Um, and so it's B E and then H A P P E designs um, on Instagram. Yay. Brooke, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Local to Legend. If you really enjoyed this episode, as always, feel free to share it with someone who may need a dose of inspiration today or feel free to leave a review so we can touch more lives of local business owners everywhere. And say hello to us in the DMs if you hang out on Instagram. We're over at love.local and we love supporting you, getting to know you, sharing your stuff and learning what you're all about. So thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you next time.